What's up, Sassy Gamers? Today is April 21st, 2022, and this is Got Our Attention Podcast, Season 2, Episode 45, Special Edition, live from PAX East, actually, PAX East 2022. So here we are. Brian is still touching things, so my face went dark for half a second, but we're good now. Uh, apparently, I am part of a Ghost Recon. I didn't realize, so we're good. But hey, I'm actually here with Phoenix Nova, uh, actually live from back to me, Phoenix Nova. We're in the house. Uh, we also have Demirin and also Daydrinker ATL from Atlanta reporting. Uh, so yeah, this has been an interesting time. We, uh, For one, this is our first live stream from like an actual event like this, in a, in a sense of like, literally, if you see behind us, like we're at the... Omni Hotel right now, uh, which is right across the street from the PAX convention. Uh, so a lot of people are here kind of resting. There's some gaming going on behind us as well. Uh, there's a bar literally within reach, which is actually pretty dangerous, to be quite <laughs> honest. Uh, and he's got my card, and we're going to like do a tab or something. I don't know. There was like this concept of like you keep my card, and I just get drinks. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, something about we pay it later. I don't know. It's weird. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's weird. That's a tab. That's a normal it's, thing at a bar. I, I know. Have it's you a not joke. run a tab a before. Calm down. Calm down. He's had a little too much to drink tonight, obviously. He's yeah, way too right much. over his head. <laughs> yeah. Please. But no, it's been a good show. I was flabbergasted um, that an accomplished drinker like you does not understand the concept of running a tab. Yeah, so we have a lot of interesting things to talk about today about PAX East. Uh, and again, we're, like I said, we're live. If you have questions, if you're out there and you want to like ask us things about what's going on here, feel free to do that. I'm hoping to hear the same from during a day drinker, because obviously why not? Uh, but usually we get into wow. Kelly's corner first, which is something that we love to do. But, but apparently not today we're, because we're just Kelly skipping said, right over it. Yeah, we're not even doing Kelly's corner today. No, because why not? Like, let's just talk about packs. Yeah, that's exactly that's all I want to hear about. And the first thing I want to hear about is meeting the Skyrim grandma. So <laughs> that's an interesting thing. Wait, to talk okay, about. hold on, hold on. I have to start this off. <laughs> As we meet a tab. Oh, God. Stop to touching the laptop. You're doing too much. <laughs> you gotta he just has to touch things. Oh, my God. He's all about touching okay, stuff. So here, uh, pull this up so we can see chat. Oh okay, God. so I'll this start guy. this off. I always show up a day before PAX, get anything set up that I need to, like making sure I have my passes, making sure I have you know proof of vaccination, which they do with a wristband. I check out the floor, how they're building it. Uh, and because this was a first PAX for some of the people with us, I took them with me. I then turned around and about fell down on the floor because <laughs> the Skyrim grandma, 85 years old, Shirley Curry was standing not too far from me. So it's interesting is I, I literally like, so I, I didn't stay at the same hotel. So I walked in and I gave him a, pull, I gave him a call ahead. and I was just like, Hey, like I'm here. It's the day before. It's like nothing's going on the convention. Just like sign up, getting your wristband, getting things like that. Um, all the prep work. Like if you're a member, a vendor and you're or a content creator and you're not like in already, like this is the day to kind of get your stuff together and kind of move, move on. And uh, so I give a call and I was like, Hey, where are you at? And he's like, I'm, and I was like, oh, I already see you. And before I could like finish the sentence and like hang up, mm -hmm. he's like, and I'm standing in front of Shirley. And I'm like, 
Surely. I was like, get uh... your butt over here right now because I've been telling her about you and your wife who loves Skyrim. And she is, like, if you go and watch her YouTube channel, which I suggest you watch it and subscribe <clears> to it, <throat> as well as ours, she yes. is extreme. She's just the exact same way in real life. She's no, I super love kind. Oh. She's super, like, like, attentive she wants to hear what you're saying uh she very much is part of the conversation she's very sweet <sighs> and we were able to talk to her for a little bit i was able to introduce her to mike uh we got pictures with her um, yeah i'm actually going yeah, to yeah i mean she was totally up, exactly so what you've seen online uh she actually went into the skyrim thing like so so brian asked her a couple questions about skyrim and she was like Oh, well, like, which playthrough are you talking about? Because, like, you know, obviously she's played many playthroughs of Skyrim. So, yeah. Uh, so it was like, it was really interesting on that. And she's very, like, it really felt like we knew her for a long time. And, uh, like, she just kind of, you know, gave us her opinion about the different, like, parts of Skyrim that, you know, we had also experienced. And, like, and actually recently I've even, like, read some stuff that people had played for the first time. And it was, like, really interesting to see those different parts. Uh, but she was, like, totally cool about it. And, yeah. uh, Took a picture with her, and you know, you know, it was just a good time. Her and actually, son was there, and her son's really cool, and she talks about him <laughs> occasionally as well. Uh, he's super attentive and uh, really supportive of his mom, which yeah. is awesome. And it was cool because, like, we've actually ran into her like multiple times so far at the convention, and this is day one, really, technically day one. And each time we're just like, "Hey," and she's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going, guys?" Like, we're just, you know, and we wave and we move on. Or, or sometimes we just let her do her thing and we just walk by, even though we've seen her. I know we've seen her. A lot of times at this point, which yeah, is kind of strange. Yeah, she's super easy to pick but... out, so we, we don't want to bug her too much, right? Because um, there's a lot of people here. Like, don't yeah, get me wrong. Again, <laughs> like, we've we got the picture thing. up on screen now oh, yeah. uh, where we're standing next to her. And and again, this was before PAX. This was the day before PAX even started. Yeah. And we were already, like, like just having fun with people that <clears> are showing up to, for this convention. And this was her this she's the one who tweeted this picture out which i love yeah yeah which was yeah. also really awesome like i i obviously i actually tagged the wrong person because like <laughs> in our like, tweet so she has different <laughs> handles on twitter versus instagram and i actually tagged the one i thought was it and i actually looked at the page and everything but I, apparently i still selected the wrong one because oh. i'm an idiot uh so i tweeted it out i was like oh my god like we were awesome you know it was awesome to meet you and uh within like 15 20 minutes she did the same thing without even like us like talking yeah. to her about this like she yeah. just did it and she was like oh and check out their podcast we're like oh cool like i didn't expect that at all and yeah. it's been really cool like it's just it really to <clears> me <throat> being the first time here like it's kind of really set up my experience for packs of like how okay. everyone here is like family and it really is like everybody here is like very much on the same page into the same things and it's really like a family like we we always kind so, of bond the same way along those same lines mike since you're already talking about that, you've already talked about how you feel like family, even though this is your first time, very inclusive. Tell us a little bit more about your impressions this first time at PAX East. So, again, yeah, first time at PAX East. Uh, it's been a, it's a really good experience. I'll say, like, I haven't been here, obviously, in the past, so I don't know what to compare it to. Uh, but I do know uh, other conventions like, you know, Dragon Con and, like, MomoCon back in Atlanta... Uh, that have like a crazy amount of people, um, obviously more pop culture, not really narrowed down to just like the gaming aspect, but you see a lot of things. And, and coming here, uh, there's, a, there's a, a couple different specific 
differences. Uh, and just in the sense of like, this is a convention center. So everything's kind of laid out in more of a modular sense, which is mm -hmm. not bad because like when you go to Dragon Con, sometimes like trying to find a room of like uh, interview that is a panel like in the basement of like the Sheridan, you're like, <laughs> where do I go? Like you walk into some like, like other thing that you didn't want to be a part of. And then you're like losing your religion or something. Anyway. Uh, but no, it's like the same thing here, except there's a lot of, uh, there's not all the different panels. Uh, there's also a lot of, like I said, modular, uh, like different indie developers side by side with like tabletop developers side by side by vendors. And then just like other like publishers too. Uh, so on that sense, it's really cool. Uh, and being that there's not a lot of people, this like, well, I say not a lot of people, not a lot of people is like they've had in the past. So it's really cool to kind of walk around, talk to the developers and, and see some of these like these younger and smaller indie developers be able to have a moment to kind of shine because we don't have like the towering like Microsoft or like the towering Nintendo to kind of take in that window, uh, which is really cool. Like the largest thing here, I think, is Intel. And then side by side of that is like Discord, just because like obviously Discord, right? Like we're using whatever now. But um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool experience. Uh, I'm excited to see as the week plays out like what other things we'll get into um but just today like i mean we've we've already experienced a lot of different things and i don't want to just rush into all of that but it's been really cool so far well kind of a quick summary is we're able to walk the show floor we're able to talk to several developers possibly no promises but possibly set up some more interviews nice. for the future for our viewers and then even like we were able to check out a panel at the very beginning of the day of an amazing woman. And you, you like it. I, I encourage everybody, but day drinker, you should check this out as well because you can check this out on PAX's Twitch channel. Uh, Alana Pierce, who from a very young age decided that she wanted to be in video games and she had a passion for writing. Well, video game okay. industry, not like in like yeah like she didn't want to have like a character industry. and she worked her way through several things including i might have to change a battery here in a second but including like working <laughs> ign and funhouse and a couple of things like that and to the point where like she now works for santa sony santa monica who wow. is you know the developers one of the developers of god of war really and cool. she had a great kind of uh they call it story time here at pax and a great speech about like just how she got into the business and stuff like that. And that's how we started our date. It was so amazing. It was that's so inspirational. Cool. And then uh, I'll change the battery. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> or maybe I won't. I probably won't. I, my batteries are upstairs. So like no video for me anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh no. I'll just share with mics. It's fine. Keep talking. So uh, yeah. So <laughs> that, was a, that was kind of a cool way to start it. And then we went on, like I said, we talked to a couple of developers and then we left PAX entirely and went to an offsite. Oh, you're way too far ahead. Slow down, back up, slow down. You, you take over for a bit. So any other questions, Kelly, before we move on with just the experience? Um, <laughs> like, no. Anything you want to like point out on that? Um, or Bruno, I guess you're here too, right? <clears throat> yeah. Hey! I, mean... <laughs> <laughs> I get... Uh, it, I think as part of the experience, you'll probably talk about some of the other vendors that you met and other indie dev studios and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So uh, one of the other interesting thing was uh, 
so we went to Voodoo Ranger, which is obviously a beer like. I don't know if it's here, obviously. When in, yeah, when in Boston, yeah, yeah. why not for, drink for Voodoo of, Ranger? Everybody right? out there knows exactly what, what yeah. all the beers are. Voodoo yeah, Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Boston and Sam Adams, right? It's no. practically the same <laughs> as Molson Canadian. Or yeah. yeah, basically. Same <laughs> thing. Except it's, it's a lot freaking better. <laughs> yeah. no, so what was thing. interesting is uh, we went to the Voodoo Ranger booth. And while there, like, literally, so, like, this is a, a more of a dry convention. So coming from, like, Dragon Con, where you, like, basically party whoa, 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 like, whoa. yeah so it's kind it's of I say, I say dry because again this is a convention center right so like they have mm. certain rules that like they have to go by even if like the convention wanted to do that like the convention center says like here are the rules you have to abide by so okay. with that like they have voodoo ranger as one of their sponsors and they in, in the food area they set up an area where you could have like their beer which you have to pay for it's still a bar but whatever and uh Inside their Voodoo Ranger area, they actually had Able Gamers set up. Uh, and I'm actually mm -hmm. wearing um, an Able Gamers uh, hoodie at this point. It's like a rain jacket, whatever. And uh, so I walked up to their booth and was just like, hey, guys, like, it's really cool to see you guys. Like, I've, I've, done, yeah. I've done charity events for you guys in the past through Tiltify uh, for Shocktober. And it was just a pleasure meeting you guys. And uh, they were like, oh, my God. Like, like, like really cool thank you for like doing that and like mm -hmm. so we like introduce ourselves like hey like we're part of sas gaming like we do this thing and literally like one of their marketing guys was like oh my god i've seen your your fish like i, I recognize this on the <laughs> tiltify page for like able gamers and i was like that that's so cool. really cool he was like dude just here just like just like here you want a pin you want a wristband yeah. you want you want the dice like yeah. get whatever you want just take it just, just take whatever you want and i was like all right cool so uh <laughs> so i started collecting all that stuff and then uh, on top of that like he said uh like there, there were still obviously like some hoodies for sale and stuff, and obviously 100% proceeds go to the charity mm -hmm. event. So I decided to like go and pick one of those up, and uh, it was just awesome. Okay. It was just a, it's it's a really cool experience. Like you talked to them for a while. Um, this guy is uh, he's basically a newer marketing person within their industry, um, not new to the industry, but just new for them. And they're really mm -hmm. trying to grow and push like their brand to kind of be known for more than just normal like streamers. Like they want to get kind of like a street level uh, credibility too, because like. I mean, obviously, they help out kids with disabilities that aren't typically able to play games. So being able to, like, kind of meet people like us and you know, meet us, meet them, uh, it kind of gives them a lot of better uh, initiative to be able to, like, move things in different areas and different markets that they weren't able to get into before. So uh, it was really cool. Um, we chatted for them for a while. I mean, it's and it's like that's day one. Like we, that was like midday. Like we were like basically taking a break, having a beer. And it was like, oh, uh, also more things to talk about. So it was really yeah. interesting. That's super cool. I, that that was one of the things that I was like, oh my god, I like sort of fangirled about it. Like, yeah. I was like, what? Able gamers? What? Yeah. Like, you, you fangirled? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, and for those of you who um, uh, maybe joining us for the first time, uh, Able Gamers, like like Mike was saying, is a charity that helps to develop controllers and um, accessibility for people who have disabilities to be able to play games, video games specifically. Um, and every October we do a Shocktober event where mm -hmm. we try to get Mike to, um, shit his pants. Shit my or, pants essentially is what you're yeah. trying to say, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, raises money, um, for the Able Gamers charity. So, um, everybody watches Mike, uh, and I, we pick out like some really scary And, and it's, to be clear, it's hundred percent proceeds go towards Able Gamers. Yeah. Nothing yes. comes to us. All we're yes. doing is trying to raise awareness and obviously raise mm -hmm. money for those in need. And, that, and that's basically it. And 
it was kind of cool talking the other day. I can't really say a whole lot, but basically, um, like, we're going to keep in communication, like, potentially be able to do some things outside of just streaming, uh, just to kind of, awesome. like, keep this going. Um, so more to that to, to come as, as time goes on. But, um, but yeah, it was just, it was a really cool thing to, to check out. Like I said, we were just having a beer and apparently, like, also talking to, like, one of the, the greatest charities that I love to support. So mm -hmm. it was awesome. That's so cool. So uh, <clears throat> what are the vendors like? So, so uh, coming from like what you're saying, because I, I know what you're saying, because like I know you as a mm -hmm. vendor with Savannah, um, having your own type of like thing, um, mm -hmm. the vendors are pretty awesome. And, and why I say that is because everybody's on the same expo floor. Like there isn't like, uh, like with Dragon Con, there's like multiple like, like rooms. There's an art room. There's like a vendor only hall. Like there's all these different like areas where people get kind of like pushed into a corner. Whereas here, everybody's on the expo floor. And even with that, like they're kind of pushed into, or not even like, I'm sorry, they're not pushed in to like certain areas. So like you'll be seeing like an indie, like, indie developer doing their thing. And the next booth may be something that's like a, just literally like a, a vendor selling things. Wow, and, cool. and even with that, but even with that, it's not like, like I've seen in Dragon Con, which is one of the things I don't like is that there's multiple floors of like the same vendor. It's like the same person selling the same, you know, backpacks and, you know, gear. Whereas here it's like, this person's like selling a really cool like video game that is produced by like a publisher. And this person's selling some of like the handmade bags. And this person, it's like everybody's kind of unique in that sense. So like even having like people who are just like vendors in the sense of like selling things only, yeah. they're not selling the same thing over and over. E even... Even having like this vendor that does dice and then a little bit further down, another vendor that also happens to have dice. It is literally so different between those two that you don't feel like you're seeing the same thing again. Yeah. I okay, mean, you're gotcha. seeing this. So, unlike those other conventions like Dragon Con, PAX seems to have a rule where you can't, um, you can't be the same entity selling on multiple, like selling at multiple right. venues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely okay. not a case. Each, each entity is represented a single time. So, you know, even though it's two th two people that may have dice, this one is pretty much only dice and the dice are made from like gemstones or you know, in and yeah. you know, like other stones and metals and this one is like, oh, they do the normal plastic dice, but they're also selling card games and some other stuff yeah. and stuff like that. Which is so, great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Like I can literally give an example from Dragon Con. Dragon Con always has a weapons vendor there. It's got multiple, but there's one specific right. weapons vendor that always has two to three locations that are all oh. actually controlled by the same person. The one on the middle floor last year had all the same stuff as the other two floors, but the other two floors were exponentially higher in cost to trick people into going to the middle floor what? and already buying an overpriced item. So you'd go and you'd like, let's say you're going to go get Frostmourne from World of Warcraft. Downstairs, it'd be like $675. But then in the middle floor, it'd be like 400 which if you looked online, it was like 280 so Right, like nobody wants to go up the stairs. Oh yeah. my gosh. No, the, the idea yeah. is to trick you. You look at it and you go, oh, okay, well, this it's it's six, 600 or 700 down here, but it's well, only 400 on the middle floor. So I'll just go buy it from there because it's way cheaper. Which is oh still double the price than what they're used to, right? Yeah. A another yeah. difference between the two. And again, <clears throat> I love Dragon Con. Maybe not as much as Mike does. Uh, but I do love Dragon Con. But one of the things that can be, I don't know, divisive with 
the vendors is a lot of time you see the vendors that are selling stuff that could be considered kind of infringing a little bit oh. or a lot like doing artwork that really isn't theirs just because they can draw it. Uh, it, it I'm not trying to like impinge on their, their talents or anything like that. But one of the nice things here is like, there's none of that. This isn't like just random artists that are trying to sell their stuff. This is, this is indie companies that have their own individual, essentially IP that they're selling. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're not walking up to this like booth that has a whole bunch of like bootleg drawings of Marvel characters that right. doesn't exist here. Yeah. And, and again, I love Dragon Con and there's plenty of awesome vendors there that do not do that stuff. Right. Uh, so I do not want to say anything. There's nothing negative about Dragon Con. It's just I'll, I'll it's say, a different feeling. It's a different I'll situation. say there's not a lot of like artist vendors in the sense of like illustrators. Because yeah. like the ones that are here are the ones that have basically done the art for like some of the games or like they do game oh, mats or cool. something different. Yeah. So it's not just like art style where you'll, you'll find like a bunch of artists that are just like, here are all my drawings and here's like my IP. Like they don't really do that here necessarily. Right. Um, but the ones that are here that do like their game mats or like even like the storyboards or like here's a, a you know, an actual painting that I did of like this game that we're selling. Um, those are really neat to look at. I mean, it's, it's kind of like that. I will say w with reference to what Brian was talking about <clears throat> in the Dragon Con Artist Alley or the pop comic section a lot of those artists that you see that look like they're selling bootlegged artwork, it's really worthwhile to search them up because our first time there, I initially saw, thought the same thing. Mm -hmm. What I ended up finding out is a lot of them actually work for those comic book companies. Oh, wow. They have a lot of DC pop and culture comic books. Okay. Like the girl who does Squirrel Girl goes there. She draws a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she's been there a few times. Like, yeah. Oh, man, is that ripped off? It's like, nope, she's actually the She is the artist, artist. yes. Yeah. Um, Whoa, that's there's a lot cool. of Star Wars artists there. Fair and enough. Actually, licensed Star Wars um, fine arts painters or comic yeah. book artists, things like that. And, and in no way did I want to imply that everybody was bootleg because I know that's not the case. I know, but it is an issue that exists for sure. Because yeah, we've seen it there's, at Anime there's... Expo, we've seen it at Momocon. I mean, Anime, Anime Expo three, four years ago was when um, what is it? Funimation showed up with a lawyer and they just went to all the booths and shut them all down. Whoa, that's serious. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, there, like, there's, there's absolutely... Like, you You're shut down, goodbye. Whoa. There's absolutely legit art artists there, and, and a lot. So, and, and I don't want anybody to be... Again, it's nothing negative about Dragon Con. I'm yeah. just saying it's a different flavor. And then, uh, kind of like what I was say, saying a little bit earlier, then we left the convention. We went off-site packs to a event an hour early i went early clear. thanks for pointing that out an hour uh, early i'm like I trying mean, to market i'm like i'm I like mean, talking to these people listen, giving them a card like we're having a good conversation he walks listen, up and he's like, we have to go right you're now you're either like, come on with me time if you want to. <laughs> or you're late i mean we were on time we were yeah. like really on either, time yeah like, no yeah. but <laughs> so in all seriousness, what we did is we went to this offsite event that was happening around the time. It was called Made in MA. So it highlighted people in the Massachusetts area that were making things. 
anything from students doing a capstone project to uh, already established studios that, for instance, maybe uh, we've done a game of the moment like called Drake Hollow. Drake Hollow. And recently that studio being acquired by, oh, I don't know, CD Project Red. Uh, so, so we actually got to like see all these interesting Massachusetts area people. That's really and, cool. And kind of like talk to them. And, and some of them were like people that were officially part of the event. And some of them, there we go. Wow. Nice. Hollow. So some of them were like just Massachusetts people that had showed up for the event and also were interesting to talk to, uh, you know, some people that um, are in the cosplay section of things. So it was, it was really interesting to see all these different sections of gaming and pop culture industry as it was it, it was really funny i walked up to this one booth and this guy was standing there he's like he's like an indie dev like by himself and uh i see a kid playing a steam deck and i look on the table and the steam deck all the case had was valve at the bottom and i was like is that a developer kit and he's like yeah i'm like oh i was like mine has just like the steam deck logo in the middle yours has like just valve at the bottom that's cool. Oh. He's like, oh, he's like, it's different. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, actually, yours is probably better than mine. <laughs> so it was really cool. A Steam Deck dev kit, which was freaking awesome. But, which, which my man got to play on. Yeah, I did play it for a while, and his fan is a lot quieter than mine. I will say. Oh, so how, really? I don't, know what version, I don't know like what what series he got because obviously there's three series. I don't know what the developers got, but. His fan was like, like obsolete compared to like what I have. Like, so I'm like, yeah, there's I'm definitely I'm telling a you, I am breathing rarefied air here, sitting next to the man who is playing both <laughs> on a dev kit Steam Deck as well as a production Steam Deck. Not too many people get to say that. Yeah, that's true. He likes touching me. I don't know what it is. Like this I whole know. convention's been like touching. You I don't know if it's like a, maybe this now. whole PAX thing was like some sort of like initiation <laughs> or something that I didn't realize. Like. He's been all about that recently. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, but no, it's That's been funny. it's really cool. Um, we've met. Uh, there was actually one. a booth uh, that I walked up to that uh, they had a, a mobile <clears> game <throat> like on a little mobile tripod, and it looked like Hearthstone. And I didn't say that because I was like, I'm not gonna walk up to your booth and go, "Hey, it looks like this other game." And uh, so I walk up, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. It looks, you know, like what do you guys do?" And they're like, "I'm like, so a game. Like, what's the name of the game?" They're like, "It's Hearthstone." And I'm like, "Oh, oh. So, yeah. Like we do." <laughs> Like they're doing uh, the battle mode. Like they're actually creating the battle mode for this. Uh, like to expand cool. on that. So I was like, oh, okay. They're like, yeah. I was like, I didn't want to say it because like it looked like Hearthstone, but it was like it was. Like, yeah. <laughs> game. So, but those like a lot of cool, cool things like that. There's like a lot of niche um, artists that were here. Yeah. Uh, like actually, my friendly neighborhood. So remember yes. the game of the moment we had in my friendly neighborhood. So the the developer's not here, but the publisher is. Okay. So we got to go by their booth and talk to them, let them know how we felt. Like it was awesome. Like you know, and they had some other games there going on uh, that, that the publisher had released, and uh, like, one of their developers was there. So we're going to talk to them eventually. Okay, I'm not sitting here trying to make Day Drinker all jelly. <laughs> but this, but this publisher <clears throat> is all about across all of their developers about the spooky. Oh, I love it. 
And like like Mortician, Mortician's Assistant is mm-hmm. one of the other games that they had there, of which they did have the developer, uh, which my partner actually had played the demo before. Yeah. Uh, and like, and we watched someone else play, and they were doing something, and they jumped. Like we're in the middle of a convention center, we watch this person jump while they're playing on a laptop. It was amaze balls. So, uh, yeah. That's we we got to get the whole crew out here. Yes, it's a uh, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot different than like the conventions that I've been to in the past. Um, and again, this yes. is day one. I don't know what is in store for the rest of the week. But even last night, like just being at like the hotel afterwards, like the after party of like the the non official day that wasn't anything going on. Yeah, um, we met a lot of interesting people last night too. Just being at the Western Bar and and just hanging out and kind of talking. And they they uh, you know did their thing and we did our thing and it was great. Like it was just a, it was a cool like changing of like experience of like why they were here, why we were here, and and like what our common goal is because obviously our common goal is to come together, go to PAX, and like right. have a good time and see things that we haven't seen before, and like eventually do all that. So it was just a really cool thing. Uh, I, I would say like obviously like I want to do this again in the future. Um, you know, hopefully it'll work out again in the future. Like we'll do it again, but it's yeah, been great. We'll it's been a good time. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. Any new games um, coming out that you guys are excited about? So uh, I did play. I played a few games. Well, I've played played one game. Played one game. <laughs> played one. I, actually, I begged him to play. I more. actually see, sat down and played one game. That's all I've done today. That I was like, I'm not going to do too much. Tomorrow. I want to just. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, I wanted to drag you the week. Dragoon, you know? you're excited about. So, you didn't play right, that. right, right. I haven't gotten yeah, it's there. It's a board game. So I did okay. play one game. Um, God, and it's like escaping my memory right now what the actual game is called. But it's in RTS, and it's based on like uh, Stronghold Warlords. Stronghold Warlords, yeah. And it's based on like uh, ancient Japan, like civilization, and it's an RTS where you're like basically you have a civilization, you're trying or uh, like almost like Age of Empires esque. Like you have a civilization, you have your army. Um, but they introduced the strong uh, strongholds where like there's other like like uh, factions out there that you can like either take so, over or try to side with and and basically I was like I'm just gonna go through and just like so strongholds is an established uh, game series. Okay. Warlords, Firefly is their, Studios. Uh, yeah, Firefly Studios. Warlords. I'm trying is to their, pull it up so others Firefly can see it, Worlds. but it is the site is just spinning. So um, Warlords is their newest iteration. And one of the things, like, I'm terrible, terrible at RTSs, right? And one of the interesting things, talking to the developers, who the develop again, that's one of the great things about going to PAX is a lot mm-hmm. of times in the indies, you get to talk to the developers. Talking to him, he's like, oh, yeah, he goes, because I, 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 I said, I turtle. I turtle and I research. He's like, I do the same thing. Yeah. He goes, I love doing that. I love just going through the research tree and I like, I hate yeah. it when people attack. And he goes, he goes, we actually were able to put some things into the game to assist those that are turtling to allow them yeah. to survive a little bit longer, to put up stronger walls for people that were attacking them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah like, so, so I, like I said, I played that. We talked to them for a good minute and, uh, you know, just get their take on the industry and how they felt. And they were like super excited about us playing it. And especially having somebody like, like, and I'm not saying like crazy, but like, just like me who actually is into RTS, and, like does, does the thing like that. So that was really cool. 
Um, another game we actually checked out, I actually get to play this one. Uh, and like I said, I didn't really play a whole lot today. I just kind of watched and kind of like, you know, sat in the corner and watched like from a distance. Uh, but no, we actually checked out uh, Chernobyl Light. Uh, it's a, it's a uh, game that came out about last year. Today, actually, it dropped on uh, the next gen or the now gen consoles. So PS5 dropped today. Uh, but it basically takes place in uh, Chernobyl uh, back in the 1986, like when the catastrophe actually happened. And it's basically like like the story of Igor um, that's like this, the scientist and the other scientist that basically had um, lost everything. Because like when the reactor went down, like the whole obviously fallout and everything that's with that, um, they all basically lost everything. And it's like the story of like, like following those like survival horror. So following like the ghost and like the other things that have happened because of the, like the fallout, um, which is really cool. And uh, I guess I talked to the producer today. And uh, she was telling me a little bit about, like, you know, um, the game and, like, what they've done. Like, how they're, like, still releasing DLC. And they have plans to still release DLC to, like, they 2024. They released something today. Yeah, they, well, today was the next gen. And they're talking yeah. about even until, like, 2024, they're still going to be releasing more content for free uh, for this game. And it's a psychological horror. So, like, some of the, like, the, uh, the enemies are ghosts, which is great. But at the same time, there's also, like, very real ghosts that are, like, real people you're interacting with. Um, you have like a faction. You like pick up NPCs. You like try to like move all this stuff forward, but like you at the same time, your base. yeah, you're like trying to craft at your base and like move things forward. Like it's just a really cool experience. Uh, definitely seemed like something I'd be really into, and um, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we'll have an interview with them potentially before PAX is over. Uh, we've we've live. talked about it. Uh, we'll see if that happens. If you're listening, but we'll, we'll see that live, live on, on the stream. Uh, we'll let you guys know when that goes to happen, but. Uh, it was just a really cool experience. Um, and, you know, talking to the producer, like them telling us like their passion, why they're excited about the game. And as I'm watching someone else play it um, on the PS5 version, they just released, like seeing that happen as well, which is really cool. Uh, so yeah, there's just like things like that. And there's a couple other games I checked out that weren't available to play yet. Like they were having some technical difficulties. Uh, no, no problem with the game. It was like literally the station was broken. Like they just couldn't plug it in. Um, so that sucked, but uh, but I was really happy to that. I'll probably hopefully check that out and probably post some of that on our, our feed um, the rest of this week. But the uh, the last one's like the tabletop side that I had is uh, there's uh, a what was it? it was like uh, what was the developer's name? Because I was like super pumped about the developer's name. It's like uh, I don't remember. I don't. You're talking about Dragoon? Yeah, like the developer for that it was like look it up. I don't know. So the game called Dragoon, so like dragon with like two O's basically. And they had a bunch of different games, but that one was interesting because he was telling me like, Lay basically there's games. like four players and uh, what you're talking about. Okay. what's that? Yes, Lay yes, waste laid games. waste games. Yes, laid waste games. And, because uh, they had awesome names. They had like, so it's like four like dragons you play and you're trying to like hoard the most gold, which you're a dragon, so why not? So like he apparently said like there's like players, like there's NPCs in the world that like will do things to like gather civilizations and gold. And like you can either like, just take them and like make them yours or you can just kill them and just take all the gold. And then that's like the premise of the game is trying to get like all of the gold, which sounds pretty cool. Um, but they had different versions. You can buy like an actual gold version. Like everything was like made out of like actual, like, like the old school monopoly style, like game pieces where they're like hard, like iron or gold. Um, and then like, or you can just buy the regular like plastic pieces that come out too. So yeah, but it was just really so, cool. To be clear. I don't know who's more excited him or me. We could talk to talk about packs forever, but we can't. 
uh, right before we uh, move on, I would like to show off uh, the shirt that uh, eventually, <laughs> nice. eventually he should be able to make available on the store. And yes. the back, you might have to tell me if I'm too high or too low. You're can good. You it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, can you give us a little booty shake? Shake yeah. it, shake it, shake it. Oh, sh yeah, I've been walking around. I'll have. Uh, We're gonna have to work on your twerking skills, man. I don't I, have. I, a, had, I showed uh, the mic so. somewhere. <laughs> I have a. I have a SAS gaming mask. I don't know where it's at at the moment because I think yeah, it's in my bag. But anyway, I have one of so, those too. Kelly, what else do we got to go on tonight? Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh, so you guys did mention you went to one after party. What do you have planned for the rest of the evening? And is it is it like some other conventions? I know Mike mentioned that he may or may not have been drinking all day long, which I'm very jealous of. That's really uh, weird because this is a dry <laughs> convention. I don't. Know I know, how totally dry. That. I don't know how how would you <laughs> been drinking all day? I mean, I know, like whatever. they're like, yeah, like he actually said that he was like. Yeah, this guy drinks all day. And I'm like, actually, no, day drinker is definitely the one that drinks all day. <laughs> they do like to drink all day. But I mean, not, hey, you know, whatever. Not not all day every day. Yeah, Just, no, it's, you know, weekends, it's, you know yeah. all day every it's day. Controlled. It's controlled. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is, it is. Totally it is. controlled. Anytime she yeah. wants to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, there's a bar behind me. I should probably check it out in a second. <laughs> I mean, I'm empty. Yeah. So uh, one of the things we talked about today, or at least we kind of like the general consensus of the day, uh, which is something that we could talk about regardless, um, which is like game journalism. And we started off with Lana Pierce talking about, you know, her experience getting into the industry. And I also ended basically my, my panel day uh, with another panel talking about the game journalist in the industry of like the, the questions that most people have, like, do you get paid? Like, how do I, do you, do you uh, actually put ratings or not put ratings? Like, what's your favorite rating? What was your worst rating? And and to me, like, the general consensus was, like, actually the biggest thing, which a lot of people don't realize, is that objective versus subjective. And and literally, like, everyone said, reviews are subjective. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what you think or what you want it to be. The fact that you are literally writing something about a game, it's literally subjective. So yes, like there's yeah, no yeah. way like like she said like one of the art like the journalists that were up there she's like objective would be me like going the name of the game is this the release date is this and the price is this and the other journalist next to him or her she go he goes the problem is the viewer or the listener is going to take that and be subjective and go why is the price 1999 yeah. like blah 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 and it's like it has nothing to do with her opinion like her yeah. like it's just objective but like. Even that, like, people are going to take things and go different with it. Yes. And, uh, and it was very interesting to, like, listen to that throughout, like, the, the, the general tone of, like, all of the different panels that I watched, like, I watched today and listened to was that it doesn't matter. Like, just put your content out there. Like, just get it wrote, get it written, let it be in stone. Get and, it wrote. Forget whatever. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> people wrote. forget about it. Like, don't let like, think about it. Get woke. Get it wrote. Get woke. <laughs> get wrote. So, oh, it was, it was a cool thing to talk about, That's like, cool. and, uh, yeah. Don't worry about negative reviews, guys. Just yeah. Well, that's what he said. Actually, one of the guys was talking about that because he said, like, he's like, I'll be honest with you, Red Dead Redemption 2 is trash. <laughs> and the crowd's like, what? And he's like, no, it's fine. I don't. I hate this game, but I still rated it at 8.5 when I did a review yeah. because, like, I had to take out what I said 
and like what I think and actually reviewed. He's like, the game is great. It's a really great game. They do a lot of things, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But he's like, ultimately, like, I personally hate this game. But you know, <laughs> I get that, that it's not for everybody and I, it's not me. Well, it's, but. it's very much like Inscription. I can identify yeah. and realize that Inscription is a fantastic game and what and builds upon some things that were done in the past in some good evolutionary ways to make this fantastic experience, which I was miserable at. (laughs) I just disliked it so much, but I highly recommend it for people to check out at the same time. Yeah. Now, have you guys run into anybody that you've already met at other conventions or anybody that we um, have interviewed? We haven't. Um, So a lot of the people we've interviewed before. Well, I have, and I introduced you to them. (laughs) Which is Greg, the bartender. That's not exactly Wait, no, what Greg from asking. How to Drink? No, like no, Greg, the bartender different. that we had. Like, oh, it's, okay, it's a tradition okay. that I go to this particular place. Okay. And Greg, the bartender, I, was still I there. I started to fangirl again there for a minute. And it was like. Sorry. I didn't know. Like, no, not him. But no, like. Uh, not to like, discredit Greg, the bartender. I'm sure. He's yes. Not to discredit Greg, the bartender. I'm sure he's amazing. I will say, like, shout out to Studio He does have YouTube channel. Shout out yeah, to Studio, Studio Kumio. Uh, he's been like basically like like Jimmy from Studio Kumio has been like, yeah. basically commenting on most of our posts today. And yeah. I actually messaged him separately. Uh, they're not here, obviously. They're in West Coast. Yeah. Like it's Pax West is way easier for them to attend. Um, but he's like obviously if I was here, like this is like basically his sort of home area. Yeah. Uh, and we we had a discussion about donkeys. If you guys ever heard of Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> called donkeys. It's like a Boston thing, apparently. Gotta get our donkeys. That's what I've heard. Uh, Feel free to comment and tell me I'm not right, but that's fine. Um, but sure, no, it was like go ahead and leave some awful comments yeah, on our Twitter. Go ahead and just just now, totally roast me. The only thing anybody gave you any shit for was the fact that you were kind of gatekeeping the ability to call it what you were calling it. You were essentially <laughs> saying you got to be in Boston to call it this, and that's not how this works, right? It's it's a free country. Well, I mean, you can call it whatever, mm-hmm. but it's just like donkeys is like what I've heard it as being referred to in Boston. Uh, and then I had some posts well, like, you know, there's to be a regional thing. Then there isn't there is mass. But whatever, whatever. I, I, I never heard it called sure donkeys, that... even when I was in Massachusetts. That's the so. point. Oh, well. <laughs> there we go. That's what well, I was looking for. Massachusetts is a state. Boston is a smaller area. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. But yeah, that's it's basically been our, like I said, day one PAX experience. Awesome. Uh, obviously, we have more to come, and, and we're obviously not going to be doing the podcast every night, but. Uh, we'll definitely take any uh, things that we can actually film professionally like we're going to do. We're going to put that up on our YouTube. Uh, and then if, if if somehow bandwidth permits, we'll try to do some live Twitch streaming, uh, maybe do some interviews if we can. I really doubt that's going to happen just yeah. for the fact that like I was having trouble posting on Instagram earlier just for my live story. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, but no, it's, it's been a great time. I really, I really would suggest this for anybody who's not necessarily uh, a video game fan. But just anybody that wants to like be any any part of the industry, uh, this is not just a, an event for like the people who are playing the games, but people who are just wanting to be generally around that that culture. Uh, there's only so many different avenues and different things to learn here. Uh, and it's or been, it's been more to the point, want to be in the industry. This yeah. is a fantastic place to go if you want to be in the industry. Yeah. I do have one more question. How many? Sorry, we don't fish. have any more time. 
Lots. Here we are. Lots. We're here. Let's do it. This, this man know. has handed out lots of sass fish oh, today. Let God. me tell you. Yeah, I'm awesome. like, I'm like sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, it's like the first day. I'm like, I only have like, I don't know, ten left or something. I don't know, probably uh -oh. a little bit more than that, but. Uh, but yeah, it's been great. Like I have a lot of business cards left and we'll obviously hand those out as needed. Um, you know, the main thing is like not trying to be pushy. I'm not trying to like sell mm -hmm. everybody on it. Like I want to have like an actual conversation with you and, yeah. and if it leads into, Hey, we have a podcast and you'll listen to it. Great. If it doesn't, and you just want to tell me about your business. Great. I'll do that yeah. too. Cause like I met a, uh, a YouTuber today too. Like he was telling me about his stuff and showed me his video. I was like, damn, that's like really good. Like that's, yeah. Dude, that's really professional. He's awesome. like, thank you. Like, I've been working on this for months. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. So, awesome. Uh, unrelated, but uh, Kelly, was that a K Flay sticker? Um, oh, I have <laughs> two actually. One there. And then the I'm Afraid of the Internet. Solid. Yeah. I actually bought, oh, when she came to Atlanta um, a couple months ago, I, I and I had been waiting literally a year to go to this show. Um, I walked up and I bought a hoodie and I was like, are those stickers? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And I was like, those are going to look so good in my water bottle. <laughs> is on point. So. She is fucking amazing. I love her. Sorry for the, the sidetrack. I saw that sticker. No. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Hey, but, anytime. I mean, looks like a good time. I mean. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little jelly, guys. You're, you're having a blasty blast, but I think you should run out and like find a rave or something to go to. I mean, I, I don't think this is like Dragon Con in that sense. Like, I think there's some after parties going on mm -hmm. um, in the area, but it's not so much like that. That at least, at least, what's published on the internet for like it people seems... who are visiting like us now. Well, we li it seems literally more there's businessy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, it's not business. -y. Not necessarily. Yeah. It's consumery. <laughs> it's very consumer orientated. Mm -hmm. It's very consumer orientated, not business orientated. In fact, uh, until what if I get the bartender over here? until ten or eleven or twelve tonight, they'll have uh, multiple bands that are going on the main stage across the street. So we'll probably go over there and check that out. Cool. And usually, most most of those bands are game ish related for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So Bruno, <laughs> I know. I know this is probably going to seem weird, uh, being like. We typically go for like almost two hours. We talk about a lot of news. We go to like a segment and then we go to like games. But today is actually pretty short. Like we really just wanted to kind of give an update of PAX, kind of talk about our experience first day. And and obviously Twitter, you know, Instagram, those are the ways to get a hold of us if you do see us and or just have questions about what's going on uh, or questions for us to ask some of the developers that are here that you may find that you want to have questions about. Um, yeah. We're down to do that. But um, yeah, it's, it's a little different today. I just wanted to like, basically we wanted to join, talk to you guys, uh, answer your questions, obviously, and also answer anybody else. Um, but that's basically today's episode. Like we just wanted to kind of get this out there, uh, firsthand and hopefully we'll get some new stuff over the weekend, uh, that we can actually post and share with you guys. Cool. Thanks for the, being there and giving us the download or the, yeah, the lowdown. getting smashed. Yeah. yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to hit this bar right here in a second. Like, it's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> you enjoy yourself. They need refills, so we need to go. <laughs> yeah. Play some games. My drink so, is empty. Yeah. Come back, if recommend you, what to buy. Yeah, for sure. If you have further questions about uh, PAX, if you have further questions about us, or you just want to comment at all, or even you want to, like, contact us to, like, be on the show, you can reach us at GOA at sasgaming.com. That's GOA at sasgaming.com. 
reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I mean, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash sasgaming, or just sasgaming.com. Check us out, and uh, we have, you know, different things we post, and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, and until one next more thing, time. For our Patreons, who uh, we usually uh, include the intermission, we'll find something creative to substitute it with uh, for this week, so... And I by like, we, I mean I. <laughs> I have an idea. I don't want to say it out loud because that may okay. be copyrighted. Okay. But we will. I'll give you my idea. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, until next time, you guys be easy. Uh, thanks again, all you sassy gamers out there listening to us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and if you see us around here, we have stickers available for now until they run out. So if not, we'll see you guys around. Until next time, see you.